Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious. And in family-sized cartons, I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry oh, i love it sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces so so good plus you got to check out their mudside flavor it's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips oh it's so good i gotta go get some ice cream right now plus you know you're in good hands with tillamook brand they make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts boy oh boy I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. I'm no astrophysicist, but I'm going to go on record and say, just like The Inconvenient Truth, this is the most scientifically accurate film ever made. We saw Geostorm, so you know what that means. Remake! 
Bust a nigga, grow a baby in his belly Rock a rhinestone vest while ripping Justin to Kelly Or maybe see a burlesque show with Nick Crow And take a bow of speed to hitting cruise control J-Man, Big Paul, and the beautiful June Gonna take you from the goob all the way to the room Ran the games of Street Fighter, helped to blow off steam Just a sucker punch the odd life of Timothy Green Sharknado to Birdemic, how we staying alive They calling in the badass and he's on the line Cranking 88 minutes cause they cool as ice Cause a bad Jim Varney looking kind of nice Paul and June getting literal, Jason is getting laid June is making sure all the monkey shots getting paid They judge a bunch of movies while they're making the grade Here's a real question for you, how did this get made? Hello, people of Earth And hello, people of Largo We are live here in Los Angeles for a very special How Did This Get Made All-Star Edition. We have a great show tonight. We are talking about the movie Geostorm, and I can't do that without my co-host, Jason Manzoukas! <laughs> Welcome. Welcome, Jason. What's up? What's up, jerks? How we doing? Jason, I, I, I'm, I'm doing I'm usually great. closer to the piano. <laughs> Do you want, you can move your chair up. Oh no, this is not gonna end well. Uh, I gotta say, Gerard Butler. Killing it, baby. Love it. Unstoppable. I'm I, here to say, at a certain point, I stopped taking notes, because I was like, I love this movie. Then, I love Geostorm. Geostorm! <laughs> there was a moment in the beginning of this movie where I was like, oh, I thought it would be crazier. And then 45 minutes hits, and then you're like, oh, fuck, there it goes. And, and I it kept doesn't being like, when's up. Toby Ziegler coming back? <laughs> Spoiler alert, never to be seen again. Senator Toby Ziegler. <laughs> this is, uh, it's a great movie, especially... Geostorm! I would um, like for that to become a thing. Oh. I would but, like for people to just start screaming Geostorm in public and then that, not answering questions as to why you did it. I feel like the proper response would be to yell back Kumite. I feel like that would be the perhaps, call and response. Perhaps. Or uh, Hurricane Heist. Oh. Which We're coming is, for you, Hurricane Heist. We see what you're up to. We're coming for you. It is coming to this podcast. Unfortunately, it was not in theaters long <laughs> enough for us to coordinate a podcast recording. Um, but don't worry. We it'll see be the, you. It'll be in the iTunes store soon enough. Um, <laughs> we are very excited to bring, uh, I think, one of our uh, favorite uh, people on the Speak show. for yourself. She is someone who hates a trash can fire. She hates movies in the future. Please welcome Jessica St. Clair. Welcome. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you. So exciting to have you here and to put you through this. Yep. Well, the only thing that makes me more sick than a post-apocalyptic future movie is one about a natural disaster. <laughs> that takes place in the future. That's right. One year in the future, right? Well. Uh-oh. <laughs> Geostorm! 
I say Geo, you say Storm. Geo! Geo! That's great. <laughs> Guys, we're having a great time on a weeknight. <laughs> Thursday night, bringing it. Um, we have a very special guest tonight. Uh, I've been wanting to have this guy on the show for a very long time. You know him uh, from the hit NBC show, Superstore. He's going to be in the new movie, uh, Blockers, coming out. Please welcome Colton Dunn! Yeah! Geostorm! That's right. That's right. I... This is a thing now. Yes. Uh... I was excited. If you want to tape your friends screaming Geostorm in public, yes. just tweet it to us at whatever our Twitter is. Get, get those Instagram stories going of just yelling Geostorm yes, in crowded in, places. In crowded places, and maybe there should be some sort of, like, this, yeah, like what Colton just did, like go down on one yeah. knee or something. Or yeah, I think Point it up be, to the satellite I array. Think, yeah, point up to the sky. I think you should have to get higher. I think you yeah. should, everybody yeah, yeah, should yeah. stand on a chair, on top of something. point to the sky and scream Geostorm. And then if you have like, if you're lightning. with a friend, one of you should be on Earth and one of you should be in the moon. Like, so you have, yes. maybe like you have a balance. So you're the brothers. So you're yeah. the brothers you're the brothers. Separated. Geostorm and then someone points at that. Geostorm so, so with a bro. Said, Geostorm. And then you're like, Geostorm. This is our Baba Booey. Um, <laughs> I was excited, Colton, because when I talked to you, I said, oh, this is the movie we're doing. You're like, already seen it. So you were already in. You, the were theaters? Already in. you saw it in the theater? No, no, I didn't see it in the oh, theater. I wanted to, but the timing didn't <laughs> yeah. work out. The timing didn't I, work out. I was the same way. I felt like this movie would have been fun in IMAX. Like, this would be... Oh, yeah. I mean, this is what it's made for, I, I feel like. Um, uh, well... Do men like this movie... Is that what's happening? Do men like this movie? Do you guys, are you guys legitimately, you like this movie? I, I, you I like Geostorm. I liked it in the world of what you we're forced fucking to liked watch. it. You piece of shit. You <laughs> liked okay. it. Okay. You liked Here it. Here we go. You pieces of shit like this movie. Ma'am. By you the know way, what else I wanted to see some space sex. Yes. Whoa. Zero G. Zero G. Fucking. Zero Geo Jizz. Yeah. Geo Jizz. Geo Jizz. Is that the point? Is that why? Geo Jizz. Is that what happens by everyone's frozen in the Sahara? Yeah. Geo Jizz. It's just like, what? One of my favorite scenes in this movie is it, it's, you know, it sets up in the beginning like, there's been all these horrible things, the heat wave that killed two million people in one day. That seems suspect. Um, it weird. Everyone in Madrid was just like, ay, ay, ay. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> what do, do we have to issue a disclaimer? Jessica's on the floor. Okay, so we are legit Guys. six minutes into the podcast. You are lying on the floor, having possibly committed a hate crime. <laughs> she called aye, me too. I'm so tired. Guys, I had a long day. I'm just saying what I feel. I'm hashtag authentic tonight, so deal with it, right? Ma'am, please stop hashtagging things. I like hashtag authentic. Um, they, because when you click on that, very specific things related to you come up. Um, there is, so at one point in the movie, uh, people in the <laughs> desert, they're all frozen. Yeah. But like, this is what the movie, like the movie is like, 
I think showing all these cool images, but all these like this army of men come out with guns pointed at a frozen village as no. if like Mr. Freeze is there. It's like there like this is like a, we've already established we're in a world where crazy natural disasters come, but then the team that goes in is like the army like what the fuck we're going to shoot no, they're down. The U- they're the UN. The UN. The, UN. the the militarized UN force with their guns. And that to me like sums up this entire movie. It's like that sums it up? Well, because it doesn't, like, nothing really makes sense. It, like, it's a cool image. Like, yeah, they're in town, like, looking, like, okay. But it was from the sky. It, like, there was no evil plan. Like, we're in a world where crazy shit happens, but nothing makes sense. Like, Gerard Butler is an astrophysicist. That doesn't make this? sense. I agree with you. Yeah. That doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. How about this? That, they're, that they have the worst act. Well, first of all, I thought Gerard had a pretty good accent. For but the what? other one. Wait, what? a pretty good which accent? New yeah. York. Uh, his New York Canadian accent. Better was great. than his brother, who was just doing, who just watched like Taxi Driver a bunch, and then just was like, that was he, what he was basing it on. But then they had to say we were born in the UK. That one was fucking Scottish, crazy. One Scottish, one's from the UK. They don't sound anything alike. And the brother who worked for the State Department looks like he's 12. Yes. I Googled it. He's 38. But he looks Look, like he's yeah. 12 years old. And get yeah. a haircut. Yes, I agree. Get a haircut. Oh, I agree, you, so don't have, you don't have that job with that shaggy a haircut. It's like, it's, it was just like a whiff. Yep, I like agree. Weird, both of them. Gerard needs to take a shower. Nope. I'm all in on Jerry Butler. Yeah. Yeah. I am all that, in on that him. That dude must, must be beautiful. Yeah. I want to smell his neck. By yeah, the way... Yeah. I hear you. I, if, if I Jerry, hear you. Jerry Butler, no, without right. him knowing. That's right. Jerry well, Butler would asleep. be a prime for a cologne. I would like a Jerry oh, Butler yes. cologne. Jerry oh, Butler yeah. cologne. Yes. <laughs> but it's, called like, it's called like Butler has fallen. <laughs> By the way, this movie references Jerry Butler movies. Yes. All the other satellites are named after his movies. Like Rock what? and Roller is a, like a, is a Gerard Butler movie. And there is another one. Oh, the Butlerverse? Yeah. Wait. A year in Provence? You're talking about the Butlerverse. Wait a minute. I don't think he's in that movie. Yes, he is, right? Nope. No, that's, that's the other angry guy. Who is it, do you think? You know. We've Who's got that time. Guy? We can wait. He threw a, did he throw a phone at somebody? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. You're correct. Gerard Butler. I wish Gerard Butler was in that movie. I'd watch that movie again. Really? Which one? Gladiator or Perfect Mind? No. A year in Provence. A year in Provence. <laughs> A year in Provence. I thought it was like a year in Italy. No, a good year. Yes, a year in Provence. I Wait, wish. What's a year in Provence? That's, that's a, a book movie, about. Right? That's. Oh, it's a book. No, no, Diane Lane. That's Tuscan. That's under the Tuscan sun. <laughs> <laughs> that's don't that's now Tuscany. this conversation's getting that's good. You don't even know the name of it. You said that's Tuscan. Yeah, you said it was like the movie's called Tuscan. That's Tuscan. And then you did an, then you did a middle-aged lady dance, like you had nailed it. That's that's the Nancy Myers version of that movie. That's Tuscany. <laughs> everybody's in linen, right? That's a movie I'd like to see. Yeah, that's 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 where everybody's wardrobe comes from, Chico's. <laughs> um, we digress. You know that you're in store for a good movie where the first line of the film is. Uh, 
you have to excuse me, I came from outer space. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm already in. You got my money. Uh, and he did. I feel like, did you guys feel like his character was unlikable from the, from the get? Like, Who, comes, right, Jerry's? Yeah, because he comes in and he's like a dick to this, like, commission. But they weren't even being that dicky to him. Well, he's an hour late. And he's like he's being a real prick about things. Yeah. yeah. And also, why? But like in a charming way. <laughs> Can we talk though right yes. before he goes in? Oh yes. What's that yes. about? Should that I play monologue? this? Should yes. I play this scene? Oh, yes. the monologue, the monologue the is one, the this, monologue, but I'm talking about this, this, this guy, right? right? This, Did everybody yes. write Zap in their notes? Talk about this guy. Oh, this guy. So we'll just play it for real seconds. Yeah. First of all, they're supposed to be in D.C. <laughs> at at a Senate committee, and he pulls up to a. To a Chase Bank. <laughs> <laughs> they don't that even try. Turned into a Zabars. <laughs> here, here we go. This is us. Lawson, you the Dutch boy guy, right? Yeah. Man, I need to shake your hand. Oh, okay. Tornado, Zap, Blizzard, Zap, Monsoon, Zap, Zap. Everybody down here owes you, Jake Lawson. If you need anything, you just ask. Why is he and looking down? And then he down? gives him his tie. Oh, yeah. And then oh, he walks oh, he in. Does. I didn't And then he walks that. into the yeah, Senate the next, hearing the adjusting this man's tie yeah. that he's just stolen On from his him. own neck. <laughs> yeah, he takes that guy's tie. That's the whole... That's, that's the whole. weird, and then though. Later, but the tie, inexplicably, so is short. short. So short. <laughs> As if it's a piece of comedy or something that later he's walking around with a very short like tie. Like a child's on. tie. Yeah, that was a really weird choice. Like a boarding he's school tie. He's a scientist. Tie. He doesn't know how to do that. He only knows how to... Punch people in the face like a good scientist does. What I don't I, understand is why does his brother, his brother's just texting him, stop, stop. He does it like 17 times, right? Why doesn't he text him, hey, I was named head of this thing. Yes. I need you to behave, right? Or, or, or I'm going to fire you. Or I'm going to yeah. fire you. That's, a, that's news he yes. could use. Again, <laughs> right? there is no reason for him to be this confrontational in that opening scene. No. Like, he doesn't seem like he's on trial. It just seems like a normal test. I don't... It doesn't seem like... like a, the well, guy Toby goes, Ziegler is, like, all upset. The um, Ziegs is, is bringing it. Yeah. 100%. Oh, I'm like... So like I've, can you tell I've just finished uh, all four seasons of uh, West Wing um, before Aaron Sorkin leaves? After... When Aaron Sorkin leaves West Wing, the show is... Awful. You know, he never watched it after he uh, left. I never he said, watched I've it. I've never watched even it's, a minute of it. I did actually it. watch a couple, and it's garbage. Anyway, yeah, he won't watch so it. Toby Ziegler is here. He's the center, and he's like, we pay for the blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's a fight that is pointless. It is a fight that is unnecessary. It's a scene that is just meant to let us know that this guy, this guy doesn't listen to the man. Yeah. This but guy plays by his own fucking rules. It is like a shitty fight because, like, you know, we paid for the satellite. We... I didn't see you up there. It's like, yeah. okay, yeah, that's an, a turn of phrase. Like, I'm against you as the audience now. Just yeah. like, but he doesn't even go that, but then yeah. he goes even further. Yeah. He's also like, I don't remember seeing you up there. There was a plumber up there who looked like you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like a, no, like, <laughs> you know, okay, the guy right. that handles shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. You piece of shit. But I'll be honest, <laughs> I walked out of that being like, Jerry Butler. He doesn't give a fuck. He showed Toby Ziegler what for. I kept thinking about how psyched Toby Ziegler was that he had all those papers in front of him because if I was the Ziegs, I wouldn't have studied my lines. I would have just printed them oh. out. 
You know what I mean? And he's yep. just looking down like <laughs> looking like he has business, you know? I would love I would love to be cast as like someone on a Senate panel. Yes. You could just shuffle just those papers, papers in right front of everywhere. Me, reading glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, and I don't even know <laughs> why they're there. Because they don't even know what the panel is about. You don't have any context to they're anything. They're saying, isn't it all about that America's taking it back? They want no, they're it giving only it away. Control. In they're three years, they're giving it away. Three years. Oh, wait, right. is there a time jump? Yeah. Oh, there's a time jump. Yeah, 2019. Whoa. Yeah. That's how he builds all those cool solar panels on his mobile home. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I did not catch that. By the way, also just love that he like moved down to like a lot of things are happening in Orlando in this movie. It's like the only like city that doesn't really get that much play. It's like they're in Orlando. We got to get them. Oh, all right, I guess. Oh, you know, all the big Republican and Democratic national conventions in Orlando. In Orlando. <laughs> Um, I didn't know that was Andy Garcia. Oh, come on. What? Wait, this what is... Ay, <laughs> What I wrote down was equally offensive. Colton, not cool. Colton, not Colton, cool. that's rude. It's not time for that. Uh, I wrote who did, back, think, who did you think it was? Well, I wrote down, who's playing the president? <laughs> He's a nice-looking Italian. Uh. <laughs> I feel like... I genuinely feel like Wait, you have the <laughs> you have the institutional racism of a grandmother. But what a Who's the nice Italian oh, boy Italian playing boy. the president as if we'd ever elect an Italian? And that's exactly what I thought to myself. I was like, well, that's interesting. And then I wrote, quote. I want Wait, an Italian quote? meatball hero. I think I felt like watching him. Wait, you want an Italian meatball you hero? Wrote? What? And by What's the way, happening. Uh, wait, do you? Uh, like I've a, also never heard anyone refer to it as an Italian meatball hero. So wait a second. While watching hero. a movie, you saw Andy Garcia. You wrote a note saying, "Who is the? Who's playing the president? Seems like a nice Italian man." Then you wrote in, in quotation her own thought. So that's dialogue in your notes. I could go for an Italian meatball hero right now. Unquote. Maybe that's the quote she thought should be on the poster yes. of the movie. <laughs> What is going on? I don't on know, guys. Home. I was really if tired you, when I worked. And if, then he did a lot ever, of pen acting, which is true. I didn't think Garcia brought it for the first 75 to 89% of this movie. He didn't Whoa. have a lot to do, but he also was giving me dead eyes. That's why I didn't know it was him. Well, when I think he you came were to life is when he said, well, I'm the goddamn president of the United States. I'm like, there's the Garcia well, we know and love. From, from what? From what? <laughs> Yeah, what? Name one Andy Garcia movie. I'm going to make this easy. Name one Andy Garcia movie. The Godfather 3. Okay. Yes. That was a shot in the dark. That was a shot in the dark. Love it. Love it. Casino? You're on fire I never saw that either. Casino? No, he's not. Casino? You should have quit while you were ahead. Yeah, take your win. That was a big win for you. That was a big win. Uh, holy shit. You are on fire tonight. Um, also, he looks a little like Bit Romney, doesn't he, in this film? Oh, you know, there was someone in that scene that looked like Steve Mnuchin. I, I, uh, I, I see if I can, 
I bought it, of course. Um, Wait, uh, how are the extras? Oh, I the, almost bought it. Instead, why? I rented it three times. Uh, oh, no. Oh, really? More than you paid more to do that. Oh, than yes, to I'm it. aware. I, I, have learned, I have learned from this show that I need to buy it yep. because I'm never going to watch it in one sitting. Three times. Yeah. Oh, it's not gonna Stuff. download. Because my six days it kept expiring. That's six days you tried to watch Geostorm. Oh. That doesn't I bode well for the movie. And by the way, if I just owned it, I'd watch it all the time. <laughs> you, I mean, that's the thing about this movie. Like the prestige, there's a great second viewing of it. You got to see all the. Now that you know the twist. <laughs> yeah. To see all the subtle stuff Ed Harris is All doing the foreshadowing. Spoiler. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to have your movie seem as though the bad guy is Andy Garcia as the president, yeah. don't cast Ed Harris. <laughs> the minute that really? camera the minute really? that camera moves to Ed Harris, I'm like, well, there's the bad guy. I disagree. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I am an I am your average viewer. Nope. I e I'm dumb dumb. You are. I'm a dumb dumb. I saw Pollock as I was calling him. I didn't forgot his name was Ed Harris. Pollock. And you I said, thank God, Pollock's Pollock here. The Italian. We're you in should, good you mean, hands. You're not trying. Let me be clear. You're saying Ed Harris from the movie Pollock. You're not trying to call him a Pollock, right? <laughs> Is he Polish? No. I just want to make sure. You're, you're identifying him for that role and not by, clarify. by his potential Polish so, origins. A Polak and an Italian are running the White House. <laughs> um, no, what the could minute, go wrong? The minute Ed Harris think, is there, he's the bad guy. I thought we're safe with him. In fact, I was we're very upset. Ed Harris? Nobody's ever been the safe man with Ed Harris. <laughs> Those baby blues? I was like, yes. This guy is like a father figure. To who? <laughs> to the scruffy hair kid. He loves the scruffy. But by the way, if you're going to, I go to your point, if you're going to cast or cast doubt on Andy Garcia, let him do something that seems evil. He anything. D- doesn't he give was you anything. Nothing. He was giving up. But that's not Andy Garcia's fault. That's the role. We were not giving Yes. yes. All he was doing was pen acting. Right. Good pen acting. Great pen acting, but that wasn't given, being given anything. Uh, you know, I, he's teaching a master class in pen acting. <laughs> yeah. You got to sign up for it on masterclass.com. Yep, yep. Guys, I fucking bought that shit. What? Oh, I did. I bought it. I bought it's the year long pass. $180. You buy the whole year long pass, so, you can drop in on everyone's. I class. was so bored. Wait. Martin Scorsese's, Red. Is it good? Yeah. It's interesting. I do like it. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm going to feel it out. Um, no, they're not a sponsor, but it, okay. it's like. Like, it's an interesting... Well, then, fuck you, Masterclass. <laughs> Masterclass is, it, like, it sucks you in because... Because of like, all the different angles. What? They're shooting you from the side, from the front. It's like it's they got, like, they're like, we got Steve Martin for, like, two hours. Let's shoot ten episodes. Let's go, you know? It's like... Yeah. And they're, like, See, but that doesn't seem worth it. It isn't. I don't what think What have you watched? It. Which Just one? Just two seconds of Aaron Sorkin where he said you he never watched anything watched of even season that four. Past season four. Yeah, like five I minutes. like it. I like it. All right, I'm going to... Have you watched any of these master classes? No. They're... <laughs> this guy in, can't even find time to see Geostorm in the theater. He doesn't have time for <laughs> eight hours of Steve Martin. I, I think that they are... All right, I'm going I'm to stay with it. I, yeah, Aaron Sorkin's is up and down. Okay, Here's so my question. Yep. And this is for you guys here on stage, and but for you guys in the audience as well. 
I have seen the entire movie. I'm still not sure the fiance isn't part of the scheme. Yes, she seemed evil. She seemed suspicious. Yes. The whole movie. That's correct. Yes. I never really. I never trusted her. I never trusted her. I never let myself love her because I thought. Oh, I I thought thought she was going to get killed. I thought she was was going to turn on us. I thought she was going to be working for Ed Harris. And And I thought he was going to maybe end up with the the one who was hacking in, who I thought was delivering a great performance. The chemistry was there with him and... uh, She's cute, right? She's from Atlanta, and she's also in Deadpool. Yeah, I was into her, but uh, anyway, that was a surprise. I would say that the interesting thing about this movie, too, is, and to jump to the end, spoiler, but when Gerard Butler saves the day, she's the (laughs) first one that approaches him and goes, hey... I'm his uh, fiance. He's like, she, not the she, time for that. She like, says I, that three times. Not it's the like, time but it's for also that. like to Gerard Butler, like, I, yeah, okay, fine. That's my brother. That's the president. Why are you? The, it's not like it's like they they play that moment like John McClane and Al Powell in Die Hard. It's like, hey, they're finally face to face. They never they never had any communication. Like he doesn't know her. Nobody cares. Yeah, it's like, cool. Right, Everybody anyway. in this movie. Everybody has multiple near-death experiences that they are unfazed by. (laughs) They are... That's right. It happens, and then it's over, and it is literally as if it never happened. They are cool as a cucumber, ready to (laughs) jump back in and quip their way through the next scene. I I will argue that happens when they see friends of theirs die (laughs) in front of them. Poor... Poor, what's his name? Oh, who? Describe him. (laughs) Imagine, though, how horrible it was to act in this movie because most of your scenes are just to a camera. Yes. Because it's like, uh, how how great is it to watch two grown men crying over a video conference at each other? (laughs) That's that's not good writing. Aaron Sorkin would tell us that. And he will in your master class. How come, how come nobody knows who Gerard Butler is? He's, he built this whole thing. He would argue we know who he, Elon Musk is. Right. He yeah. would be, and, and uh, yeah, he would be on that level. He would definitely be on the cover of magazines. Like, Who's Jake? You're like, you're Jake, Jake Lawson? I don't know. Who cares? Oh, I have a. I have He's a so really disrespectful. The to him. most famous dude in like when he shows up, the whole team he is like, the world. "Who's this fucking? Oh, another American? Who cares? This guy's a fucking piece of shit." Blah blah blah. And it's like he's Jake Lawson. Well, Jake like, Lawson, like the the Jake Lawson. Don't you know what he looks like? Well, this is. By the way, is this a joke? And I wanna like I'm asking this in a way that I like. I'm gonna play at this scene. Because I didn't, I didn't think it was a joke, but I don't want to fuck it up either. Uh, so, um, so in this scene, is this a joke? Because it's definitely played for a joke. Uh, okay, here it is. You look much older than I would have thought. I mean, you, you look good, but your, your physical appearance is not, does not match the, the, the amount of time that has elapsed in your life. I think he might have improvised that in the day. It's it just like, it's a faux pas that you would never make. You wouldn't go, you look older. And it's only been yeah. like three years, right? And he looks exactly the same. He doesn't look He old. also is <laughs> someone, he's also someone who's not old. Yeah. So does that mean for that guy, he thought like a 20-year-old invented Dutch boy? Is he thinking like, oh, I, was, I always pictured the guy that built 
all of this as a teenager. Right. And again, I'm a person who works on this spaceship that this man built, and I have no idea what he looks like. Yeah. Like, we saw him. He looks the same. Yeah. We're talking about the difference between, like, 45 and 48. That's really what this whole movie is covering. Which is nothing. <laughs> totally the same ages, basically. I just felt like that was a, a moment where they're like, they are so reaching for comedy. Like, it's like, uh, well, oh, he I... really put his foot in his mouth. You look older. <laughs> never oh, but had... then we'll cut to one of the other people being like, oh, boy, here we Not go. Not this again. Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places, and I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you travel, do concerns back home nag at you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? Well, if they do, that's why you should invest in Simply Safe home security today. That's right. For award-winning security and peace of mind wherever you go, Simply Safe wants to be there with you by actually not going there at all, but staying at your house. Listen, Newsweek ranked it the best customer service in home security. Plus, it gives you whole home protection sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. Plus, a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, no contracts, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. I'm going to tell you this. It's worth it for the peace of mind to know that when I'm on tour, when I'm out there in the UK, I can check in on my house. And with the time difference between LA and Europe, I loved having the 24-7 professional monitoring service in case something happened when I was asleep or, or not reachable. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com slash bonkers. That's simplysafe.com slash bonkers. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I felt like somebody did a last-minute pass on the script. Well, you're smart. 
because I will tell First you. Last time I heard that on this podcast. Uh, um, but yeah, and right, the because, last. Because they put, right, it feels like these monologues were put in because someone's like, you know what? We got to humanize these characters. Let's put in. Let's bring in. You know, Eve Ensler who wrote the vagina monologues to like give us some monologues. Well, um, well who you would you want? Who did punch up on this? <laughs> I, I, I'll bring in. Well, I'm gonna more that. like this. Eve Ensler, but if it's an action movie, you bring in Jerry Bruckheimer, which is exactly what they did. Wow. They brought in Jerry Bruckheimer after the movie tested so badly, and they spent $15 million on two weeks of reshoots to make uh, the movie kind of, and it wasn't even directed by the same guy. What? Uh, Yeah. Wait, did Dean Devlin, oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, Dean Devlin directed... Did he also the, make the other natural disaster movie? He produced Independence Day and The Day After Tomorrow. The Day After the day Tomorrow, after that's tomorrow. what I mean. Yeah. Uh, the one where like ice is freezing up. His whole thing is... That's like, where Jake Gyllenhaal... The city home. freezes. Oh, yeah, burns the books in the public library. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, yeah, that's but, the part you remember, burning um, the And then just to put it in, put it in perspective, that's this movie started shooting um, in July of 2014 and finish shooting in February of 2015. Oh, wow. Wow. It's a long time. And, uh, yeah. Wow. Um, so what did Jerry do to the script? Was he the one who was, like, brought in to be like, let's talk about their dead parents? Is that what you, he would... You think Jerry, like, gave no... I'm trying to figure no, out, I mean, like, like, what, what are what, the reshoots? What were the reshoots? Were, do we know what, what they imagine, added to it? Uh, no, they don't say specifically. I would imagine it's most of the movie. Like, like, uh, like, 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 15 million dollars for two weeks. That's like, okay, you're in the car. Run over to this set. Now we're shooting this. It's like they're shooting the. I think it's a lot of the disaster stuff, though. I do think it's like the big disaster scenes, Hong Kong, uh, Tokyo. I think him getting that thing when he's in the space, the, um, when he's in the, uh, the, the space pack and he, like, his body takes such abuse oh. when he when his like jet rocket goes the off. The first time. The fir- yeah. That made me laugh so hard. I that was it's that terrible. It's like when you see someone fall and you laugh by accident, you don't mean to, but that I made me guffaw. Oh, it was very comic. I mean he was fucking was right. He was like he, he was like grinding on his own head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he, it was like the trench run from Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, uh, but with Gerard Butler's body. Yeah. And he would he would not have survived no, any no. of those. But not being in charge of your own jetpack, like that's that's funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just put yakety sex under it. We're good. They most likely probably added in the gra- the ending for where they just took gravity. Oh yeah, yeah. They just right. took the movie Gravity and were like, let's do gravity at the end of our movie. Uh, hundred, yeah. The, well, yeah. The, the fact that Uta stayed is like. Oh, what? What? Okay, sure. I told you I lived here. But and that, but, but not only did she stay, not only did she stay, she kept her presence a secret until yeah. there was a good reveal. It was like it was like she was in the corner of that room, yes. waiting, waiting for him to float in. Just He'll to be never like, pick oh, the hey, right girl. door. Like that's such a that's such a crazy like. He'll never pick the right door, so I'll wait here. So when he does it. 
Oh, and, and what's case, so funny is that that sort of like meet cute like little scene they had is happening while the entire yes. place is exploding. We don't oh, yeah. have time Tearing for apart. these things. We don't have time for no. them to call things back. But you want there to be time for her to get a haircut. <laughs> a little off the ends. I don't know. Somebody told her to take that hair down a quarter of the way through. She also was like, oh, you know what? And maybe I should get in a spacesuit in case this whole thing implodes first and I'm left in a zero-G situation. A zero-G what, what I really, I think I really like about the movie, and we're probably glossing over it, is I like the genuine mystery. Like, who killed Mac Mood? You know, it was a real, like, you know, they got to figure it out, so they send up the astrophysicist to do some investigative. Like, that's really the premise of the movie is like, someone killed someone up there, you got to go, f- you solve the crime. Like, well, there's like, Ger- yeah. when Gerard, in that scene you just uh, kind of showed a little bit of, when uh, Gerard Butler gets there, he is suddenly somehow in charge of all of the things happening at the base. Yeah. He's in charge of both the anomalous event that happened in Afghanistan. He's in charge of the man who is ejected, the, the murder that, was, uh, that happened where the man was ejected on the space station. And there's another third thing that he's also somehow in charge of. It's like a fucking Jared Kushner situation over here. <laughs> I would love it. Gerard Kushner. Uh, <laughs> that's a movie I would see. Gerard Butler is Jared Kushner. It's another... Like, Jared Kushner's cool, man. And <laughs> he's tough. In the Trump White House has fallen. Tough guy. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. By the way, they have a lot of guns in that fucking spaceship. A lot of guns for a spaceship. It's like you would think there would be some sort of vetting process. Like, hey, maybe we don't need to bring guns up there. And they would, they would have a scanning system. But everyone's got guns. They got guns, like, underneath tables, like, like fucking mobsters. Like, you know, too many guns. I thought that the, secure, the guy who's in charge of security, you know, who you think is the bad guy at first, I thought that he... And the Secret Service guy were the same person. Oh, they kind Don't of. Don't they I can, look I similar? See, they, they have a similar look. I can see that. Yeah. So I was very confused. Also, the Secret they... Service guy didn't speak for a large portion of the movie, so you never heard his voice yeah, to differentiate right. them. But I, I get that. Yeah, he also um, looked like Mr. Bean. I thought. I agree. <laughs> I I wrote that down. I thought he looked like. <laughs> I also thought he looked like Mr. Bean. That's oh. awesome. How much better would this movie have been? Uh, because in the background, Mr. Bean would just like float through all oh, oh, on a space station. I Mr. Bean. Disaster! He's trying to put in codes. He's like, it's the other You're door, Mr. Atkinson, Bean. You're welcome. That's your next movie. That'd be a great movie. <laughs> That's the perfect, Cole just said the perfect one. That's the wrong door, Mr. Bean. It is the perfect Mr. Bean scenario that's in this movie already. This movie is, oh my God, I want them to make this with Mr. Bean. Oh my God. That shit was Start a petition, nerds. Oh. Geostorm 2 is Rowan Atkinson and Gerard Butler. I thought Geostorm was a good name for this movie, but there's another movie, there's another name that called out to me. Maybe you'll see what I mean. Here we go. Don't you 
boy. Dutch 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 boy is said a lot in this movie. What a silly yeah. thing. Well, I think that one of, a big problem I have with the title of this movie yeah. is that it's also the title of a shitty car. Okay. I don't know if anybody out there... <laughs> the Geostorm. It's a legit It is Wait, a legit really? car no. that existed. See, You're blowing my mind know. right now. They must have been and really the, pissed about that, though, well, right? They're like, you know what? Oh, I had the pleasure of actually meeting... One of the producers. Whoa! What? We're looking at pictures of geostorms. In canary yellow. Guys, somebody needs to buy us a geostorm that we can paint how did this get made shit on and drive around solving crimes. Wait, so tell us the story. This is a great thing you were saying. You were saying. Well, I, I, a friend of mine uh, was a producer on Geostorm. <laughs> and uh, he, he was about to leave to go work on it. And uh, I was like, oh, what, what are you going to work on? He goes, I'm going to work on Geostorm. <laughs> and I said, oh, the car? <laughs> he went, yeah, I'm restoring a 1993 Geostorm. That would have been, been great. It's a project. His response was, what are you talking about? <laughs> And I said, the car, the Geostorm. And I Googled the name and then showed it to him. And he went, guess I would have thought somebody would have Googled that. No. What an unattractive car. It's got no, just like no luxury to you know it. What the, you know what the working title for this movie was? Volkswagen Scirocco. <laughs> Oh my god. Ooh, you guys gonna see but that Dutch new boy would have been Butler tough movie? too. Dutch boy would have been a bad Because it's thing. a paint company. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> also, it's not like really like you wouldn't be like, oh, I want to see that new action movie, Dutch Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Dutch Boy. No. Nope. That sounds like a Michael Haneke movie. It's a different movie. Yeah, you definitely get a different line outside what? of the theater yeah. for Dutch Boy. Yeah, for sure. You have for like buildings sure. burning, Dutch Boy. Dutch Boy. Wait, in the story of the little Dutch Boy. Yeah. Things don't go well for him, right? He tries to plug it with his he fingers. He tries to right? plug it, but then what happens? I, I mean, I don't. I never got further than that part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think he like realizes that he, he maybe he maybe that he runs out of fingers. Yeah, that's and what started I think, using yeah. his toes. Well, that's, that's a different real, movie too. Real. That's somebody, a different movie. Somebody here knows what happens. He saves the town. He does. He oh. saves oh, the town. Oh, he does. Okay. But uh, does he have to stay there for the rest of his life? <laughs> Oh. oh, okay. Okay. So that's it? The whole story's about, like, a little kid had to put his finger in it until a mason See showed up? what a dyke is about to break. A finger just does not cut it. Dykes yeah. don't typically leak. They weaken until whole sections are washed away. No finger will help when that happens. Oh, I think... This, I think, is, like, breaking down the bullshit of the Dutch boy. Like I love that like, somebody's like, this is bullshit. Is it this is, impossible? Is, is this, Nobody could do it. It literally is right. Is like, this Snopes for fairy tales? Yeah. It's like why the little Dutch boy never... Dear put... Brothers Grimm, I have a problem with... 
the likelihood that the prince would find Cinderella in order to put the shoe on her foot. If the witch is touching their fingers, how come she wouldn't know it was a stick? Yeah. She, where's the skin feel? Um, advertising in this movie was spot on. The best reference, it goes, hey man, this isn't a Chromebook. Oh, so I good. Never I referenced too. a Chromebook. And also Gerard Butler drinks his beer with the Coors Light like so prominently either. He's just drinking, uh, but yeah, Chromebook really like stuck out to me because it's like, this isn't yeah, this isn't a Chromebook. I thought it was good. I felt. Oh, the, oh, oh sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, when is the president showering? On the plane? Apparently, on Air Force One, at some point, the president likes to take a shower. They set a whole thing up. This is clearly an area where there was some yes. rewrite. Yes. Because they set up this whole thing that the president's going to take a shower. And then they're going to steal the codes right. from him. And then they just never talk about never it again. Happens. They never go on. We well, never see that, them on yeah. the plane. And it would be such an easy cut to cut out that whole plan. It's like, he just goes along to the Democratic. But no, they keep the whole plan in there. And you don't find out until like three scenes later that there was no codes to steal. Yeah, you're like, oh, there's no codes to steal because the president is the code. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Like, Okay. But that showering, that showering thing was so weird because, like, did I miss well, but a scene? <clears throat> hang on, though. I think a lot of that is just the people knowing that if people see Andy Garcia in a movie, they want to see him shower. It was to keep the audience in you know, the every, of the seats. Yep. Everybody knows. Yep. Stick around, those, folks. Got to see those Italian meatballs. Yeah, get ready for an Italian meatball hero. Mamma mia. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. Jason, what did I want? I wrote down. What did you think of the idea of taking a shower in an airplane with that water? No, no. Here's the thing: the water on planes is not clean. Don't wash your hands in it. Don't drink Where it. Where is it coming from? It's coming from like it's coming from inside the plane. <laughs> it's gross. You're better off using a wipe or a Purell after you. Yeah. By the way, don't use the bathroom. What are you going to do if you have to go? Well, then you go. But I'm just saying, like, do your biz before you get on the plane and yeah. pray to God you don't need to step into that bathroom. <laughs> I saw a woman walk into the bathroom in bare feet. Oh. Oh. And I was like, shame on you. <laughs> that is disgusting. I do got to say, there was one time I was on a flight. It was an overnight flight. And Colton. I like to take my shoes off oh, when no. I get on the plane. You had a okay, sock on this, though, is right? I, this is socks. This is soggy piss socks. This is socks that were yeah, they weren't enough. And I walked in the <laughs> bathroom. You had a geostorm in there. Was I've, I've never here's what I've never, never made that mistake again. Here's what I've never in my life seen: a clean airplane bathroom floor. If you're lucky, it's just covered in piss. If you're lucky. If you are unlucky, i.e. on Southwest. There is a full turd on the floor. Perhaps no, diarrhea. Did you see that? Did you see the thing that happened on the Delta fight? In the blankets, like in, in a first what? class, in one of the blankets they give you, there was a big piece no, of shit no, no. in the blanket. Guess, what? Guess, what? 
podcast. Look at me. Guest of the Not podcast, surprised. Nicole, Nicole Byer found a human shit folded up in a blanket here's on what, a Delta Here's plant. what I... Look at me. Cool as a cucumber. You know why? I don't touch those blankets. You know why? Because I knew there was human shit in them years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It was sealed. It was sealed. Wait, so they just seal those up? They wash, they wash them, and then seal them up again? They don't wash. They don't wash them. Seal them up? Why would they wash? Okay, wait a minute. This, do you know? Do you know stuff? Okay, okay. You're not like a, a flight attendant, though. You don't have inside info. Okay, then you don't need to keep talking. She found a piece of poop. We in her would blanket. love flight attendants, pilots to come forward and tell us what to do. That's it's tough really stuff. yeah. You know oh. what I thought was nice there about this? What? Oh my God! We're we are not looking at right Nicole now. Byers. Is this what is the? Oh, it's a BuzzFeed article. But about it. But there she goes. Oh, it's goes Dear Delta, the grossest thing just happened on my flight. I opened my blanket, and there was literally a piece of shit. How does that happen? It looks how like did, a little chihuahua is in there or something, this? doesn't it? Yeah, they offered her two hundred fifty bucks. What? That's what? not right. They eventually refunded her first class ticket and gave her $50,000. I'm not kidding. $600. I'm not kidding. Nicole Byer should currently, what flight, what airline? Uh, Delta. She turned should, down the offer. Should currently to, own Delta. <laughs> She'd like to tell everybody her story. Yeah, she turned down the oh, offer. Okay, I would like to only oh, because they, we're. They, oh, they made her an offer to not tell the story yeah. anymore? And she was like, fuck By the way, that. Yeah. By the way if give you're going to try and get someone bucks. to not tell their story, don't give them $250. Yeah. Um, while we're at it, be only because we're looking at Nicole right now, please, everybody, do yourself a favor and watch Nailed It on Netflix. Oh, so good. Holy so shit. Funny. Watch Very it stoned. It is wait. the funniest show on television. From the get-go, so it's heard. hilarious. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm going to take, I'm gonna take uh, this piece of shit off our screen. Oh. <laughs> um, but it is great. The show is great, and Nicole is hilarious. She's very funny. Um, by the way, there, there are so many weird things in this movie. Like, Ed Harris's character, his name is Decom. Like, I had the Decom. subtitles on Decom. D-E-K-K-O-M. That was with the subtitles. That, that's not a name I've ever heard... It just seems like it, like that. These are the choices that I get obsessed with. It's like also they're trying to like, it's like they're trying to like be like ecologically conscious. It's like well, they'll drive a Fiat and they'll drive like a, a, a self-driving car and that we'll do our action scenes in that. But it it doesn't really sincere question, because we get very close to full geostorm in this movie, right? Yes. Yeah, seconds away. Seconds, seconds away from seconds full away. And, by the way, the Democratic National Convention going on without a hitch. Yeah. Like, they're not like, let's hold it because the world is blowing up. Totally fine. Nobody cares. How many people die in the events of this movie? I'm going to say many, many millions of people. Oh. Easily. Easily. But it's still considered a total success. It's a, it's a win. It's a win. Oh, it's a win. It's most, they treat it like most we of save Rio. everybody except anybody who's a minority. Yes. What I want to know is... Anybody minority dies in the except movie. Except the girl in the bikini. Does yeah, she hold survive? On. Does she survive? She survives, but oh, yeah. she is never the same. I mean... <laughs> it's... 
So yeah, because all those frozen birds fell tsunami, on our head. A tsunami of ice. She's in full this hair is, makeup. And this is my friend. This is Jerry Bruckner. I mean, <laughs> this is this is complete Bruckner. This yeah, this moment right here is like people are running off the beach. They become ice creatures. Everyone is dying. Death, death, death. Except for the one girl in the bikini. Looks back, the boyfriend's dead. Cars. Cars aren't hitting her. The birds are falling. Birds, frozen birds. That was the scariest part of the movie for me. And then a real frozen bird. Here's a great bird. visual, though. Yeah. I this don't is think oh. A real frozen bird in airplane. Right. This is the shrapnel for the plane. Tear her apart. <laughs> she looked <laughs> But we don't know if she survived. That's all she we survived. see of her. She, you know, no, she gets up. Oh, a little she bit survives she... because she's in the early part. In the later part, where the where the rest of it happens, when like the whole that's like only she comes back. Is, no, no, no. In the <laughs> latter, in the latter thing, when there's true destruction over the world. That's it, though. That's yeah. the beginning yeah. of that's the yeah, beginning of the geostorm. Yeah, I thought that was earlier storm. in the movie. Okay, no, that, yeah. There's another freezing scene. That's. That's like the first signs of it going Got it. Down. Sorry, sorry. Anyway, regardless, they, there's so many, because, you know, um, Ed Harris has targeted all of our enemies. Every, everywhere in the world, people are being just massacred with tidal yes. waves, all this stuff. So I'm, I'm guessing like 20 million people Easily. die in the Easily. events of this movie. Yeah. Easily. And we're cool with that? Everybody's cool. I mean, you got, look. You're in a world where literally a lightning bolt is blowing up a like a giant like con, uh, like a sports stadium. Like, yeah, I think we're just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna start over, start fresh. I mean, in a weird way, Ed Harris got what he wanted. Like, yeah. not many people are left. I mean, it's gonna be a new world anyway. And that was like that was a half a geostorm. I mean, that was oh yeah, that was their plan. You know, I would have liked, they did so much exposition, um, and unfortunately, most of it was left to that little girl. She had to kind of oh, deliver so most sassy. of the heavy lifting. So and you know, sassy. she deserved a, she an award. She deserves an Academy Award. She does. Oh, yeah. Because she's having to deliver some really tough... Her she sets majority, it up, she uh, takes you out at the end, she yep. sets it up, but during the biggest part of the movie, she's watching it on TV. Yes. <laughs> she has to watch it with her mom. Uh, she's watching with her mom. Oh yeah, my. and she's like, and that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, but also she's like, I don't want you to go to space. I'm like, go to fucking space. That's the only place that's safe. This planet is dying. Get off. Yeah. Like, she was like, so like, she, I think, has powers that she knew something was going to happen. Ooh, I love this. Yeah. Oh, okay, hold really? on. She's a mutant. Okay. Hear me out. Okay. New mutant. Right, she is already knowing what's going on. She's a new mutant who gets worried about her dad going to space. That's her mutant power. She can foresee bad events in her dad's future. That's it. It's very limited, but very powerful. She, I mean, oh, and by the way, does self-destruct, is that a thing that ever exists? Like, there's no self-destruct on anything, Nobody right? has self-destruct. Right, yeah, and, like, and then the, they add the other thing, which is like, oh, and it's irreversible. Which yes. seems like a real design flaw. Yeah. Like, like there should be a rever- like you should be able to say no, don't do that. Yeah. Why? Why did he want it to self destruct? Why did he program it so it could self destruct? Why so does he want it wouldn't want crash that? into Earth? But that oh, also I doesn't see. take into yeah, account if- that it would just burn up as it hit Earth's atmosphere. My question was: at a certain point, <laughs> you are tracking two different clocks. Yeah. One is geo time to geostorm, it says. <laughs> and then the countdown of that. And then the other clock is time to self-destruct. Right. Which is 
so lazy. It's so lazy to have two ticking clocks. That's Jerry Bruckheimer. Two clocks. Yeah. That's why you're paying the it. big bucks. I watched it. I noticed you only have one ticking clock. Add a clock. But by the way... I'll get you a clock for $3 million. <laughs> the entire reshoot was just inserting the self-destruct plotline into the Geostorm plotline. When you, when you do think of the movie, it doesn't make sense because... They wrap up all the bad guys, and there's about 30 more minutes left yeah. of just like geostorming. Yeah, geostorming. There's no like, like ideally, like the people on the ground should be wrapping up the bad guys. The people in the space should be wrapping up that. But it's like no, that one plot line stops, and then the other one just kind of continues. It's it's weird. It, the, you can't get ahead of the pacing of it. It's yeah. Well, also like when shit really goes bad, you've got 40 more minutes. To figure yes. that out. Is that common for a disaster movie that we would have that much time? In fact, it time? is. It yeah. is? Yeah. That's our, exhausting. exhaustive research. That's exhausting. In our depressing <laughs> amount of research, yes, there is usually too much time dedicated. Because I thought, boy, that's a lot of loose ends. That's a lot of time to tie, tie up those loose ends. I was traveling with my kids. We stopped to get breakfast at Shake Shack. And my kids said, Mom said... We can have milkshakes. And I was so tired. It didn't make sense to me. But I was like, if June says the kids can have milkshakes, I'll get them milkshakes. I got them milkshakes. June's like, I never said that. And you know what? I felt ripped off. I felt ripped off by my own kids. And that's the feeling I don't ever like to have. I never like to get ripped off by anyone. And that's why Harry's started their company of Harry's Razors, because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, and they decided to do something better. That's right. They decided to do a razor that had a great price, high customer satisfaction, that had a no-risk trial, and they have other self-care products that meet the same quality standards as their razors, okay? I love the body wash, and they have deodorant that smells damn good. I gotta tell you, I love these razors. They are perfect, and now I am a paying subscriber. That's right. So do not settle for the status quo. Blaze your own trail with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3. That's right. Go to harrys.com slash bonkers. That's harrys.com slash bonkers for a $3 trial set. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. So let's go talk to our audience here and oh, see boy. if they have anything that they want to oh, bring boy. up. A Thursday night audience. And, uh, and I'll remind the audience that uh, you are playing for an amazingly gigantic uh, poster of Geostorm that was donated to us by the people at IMAX. It is the IMAX Geostorm poster. It is 
comically large. If you have a king size bed, you could use it as a blanket. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's too big. It is too big. (laughs) All right, sir. uh, Your name, your other title for the film Geostorm, and your question. Uh, the day after, after tomorrow. Uh, my, name is, my name is Brian. My, I have a question. So why is it so hard to kill Gerard Butler's character? I mean, first, just point his rocket straight into the sun and just shoot it off, or just point it to Mars and just, just let it go. And then my second question is, why is it so hard to kill the other astronauts when that little weather thing or space pod's going off crazy? Why not just open up all the windows and kill that, like that first, first astronaut did? Why, why just have that right. thing go off like a pinball? We never- and, and can we also point out that the guy who is involved in the cover-up is also in the room when that thing is being oh, swung yeah. around? Yeah. So again, that was not in the original script. Clearly they decided later that that thing guy was thing a around? Is somebody like literally has like an Atari like... Like control yeah. stick. You and know what it's like, like those there. it's like those cranes. Yeah, it's where you There's can't some pick kid it up. controlling it in like a, a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my favorite part in that and I know it's stupid, but it's like when Gerard Brothers like, run! Yeah, no shit. Yeah. It's like a fuck we're all gonna die. Like I just love it. He's like, alright, I gotta get these guys to move. Everybody uh, in this movie, I'll be honest, should have died. Yeah, they would have been more are you guys a group? So, or like, are you guys a duo? Oh, no, you're, oh, you're, you're I'm, I'm curious now. What's going on over here, Paul? <laughs> Two people, like, I normally go to people, but now people have come down to me. I don't know. And what's in is that guy's... Is he have a doggy bag? Is that guy trying to is give that? you a to-go bag of food? No, I got gifts for all Oh, I don't know that that's necessary. Oh, my gosh. This is, uh, all right, so these are, uh, well, explain them. These are ball caps from San Diego. Yeah, I'm with uh, Commander Shore Squadron 21. I was supposed to be at my Commander's Farewell this evening, but I got my tickets for How to Get Skimmy podcast. Yeah. So, obviously, I got ball caps for both Jason and for you, Jessica. Oh. You this, is, um, oh this is so yeah. nice of you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Well, do you, uh, well, say your name again? Cody. Cody, thank you for these hats. Uh, now, this is a military thing, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, so talk to me about uh, <laughs> this movie. As a military man, what are you seeing? How, how am I, like, this is a pretty much exactly what would, be, would happen. Well, I mean... Does this look like the military of the future to you, <laughs> Cody? If it is the military of the future, I want to know where the technology is that he can go without any equipment into outer space when he first docks leaving Cape Canaveral yep. in there too. He's wearing no gear. This is the first movie I've ever seen and he's just like Elon Musk on his own private jet. Just <laughs> back what the hell? Also, want- like, think about how much money it took to send that one shuttle with one passenger to the Jason, space station. That's they, millions of dollars. We didn't have anyone else who That's needed to come. wildly We are also in a future where they're like 30... NASA rockets like just yeah. waiting to be launched. It's almost yeah. like yeah. a bus station. It's like, yeah, well, we'll just, yeah, just jump on a shuttle, bro. <laughs> I wanted to go back to just two quick points here and keep moving along. Uh, you both, you and Jessica mentioned with the uh, overwrought dialogue of uh, Hannah, the daughter. I loved it in, in minute one where she says, they knew this was extreme weather, but they didn't know what extreme <laughs> and then when you're mentioning Paul, when she said she's going out, he's going to outer space. He's like, "Yes. How, how did you know that? Don't talk to me like I'm a child. You little snot-nosed brat, you are a child." Well, she's literally she's twelve years old. She's a full yeah. sass. Your last point. is that you were mentioning with the rewrites and everything done. The 
uh, director that Jerry Bruckheimer hired to do this was his partner on CSI, Danny Cannon, whose only other major directorial effort was the 1995 Sylvester Stallone sci-fi opus, Judge Dredd. Whoa! Whoa. Deep I, I Deep think you're gonna, I think that you deserve. Judge you're gonna get Dredd. this uh, big IMAX. Great book. work! I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Great wow. work, Cody. All right, this guy, you've you've raced out of your seat to come to me. <laughs> I know that's how it worked in Austin, but we're not in Austin. We're here. We're in LA. Wait, hold right. on. More Are mellow. you from Austin? More mellow. No, I moved there for two years, and I went to the Time Cop episode. Oh, yeah, we know which yeah. one we did. Time Cop. Yeah, Ron well, yeah. Silver. That's I love, Texas. I love that you didn't see people rush to the front and then you did it. Uh, yeah. All right, well, here we go, sir. You're, I'll be uh, honest. You came in hot and I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, I, yeah. well, right, I, so, like, I got ready. I got ready. I was like, this guy's coming for us. Uh, what, uh, you came in like a comet uh, to freeze us. Uh, so, all right, so, sir, your other title of the movie and your question. My name is Rich. The, my other title would be The Butler Did It. Oh, I like it. Uh, and then my question, you guys uh, touched on it earlier about like how old, the scene where like you look way older than you're supposed yeah. to be. So my question was, like, do you think like a PA watched them shoot the scene where Jim Sturgis was talking to the, the daughter and was like, when my dad and I were your age, we had our own code. And it's like, if he was her age, Gerard would be like 30. <laughs> and, was, and like went to the director and was like, uh, we gotta like add something in here about like how much older he looks if they were supposed to have some sort of connection. That's true, right? Because how much? What's the? Well, they're only what's ten years span? different. Ten? Yeah, ten years. Yeah, Thirty-eight. And, uh, Gerard has really lived. He's lived a life. He's lived a life. So, but yeah, that that uh, no, that code was really good, and, and the way they deciphered it, great. Oh, sir, you're wearing one of our new head that's getting made shirts. Yeah, definitely, I'll have you come up. Oh, check out those shirts. This is a uh, Miami Connection inspired shirt. Uh, all right, so sir, your name, your title. My name is Ben. Okay. My title is Geo Stormy Daniels. Oh! Daniels! All right. So, if we're in the future, you should sit. <laughs> no, you did nail I'm gonna be it. honest. You did nail it. Diminishing gonna... returns from here on. <laughs> You can sit and go out a champion. You could go out a hero. Oh, you double down. You double down. Oh, you think? <laughs> the smartest, the smartest person ever on the show. No one has shown, no one has shown such restraint. No one has shown such restraint on the show ever. Can we go down like that? You had an amazing question. You've nailed it in every possible way. That guy, take a fucking lesson, guys. Yep. That guy gets it. All right. Uh, Ma'am, your name, your title of the movie, and your question. Uh, my name's Adina, uh, Chemtrails, Flat Earth, and Other Conspiracy Theories. Ooh. Um, and the director of this film, Dean Devlin, uh, is the creator of Librarians and Leverage. Do you think this was originally created as like a ragtag team of scientists in the space station, like for TNT as a TV show? Or like so it's, an oh. interesting, it's an interesting question. The I'm Dutch boy crew? I'm gonna tell you. The uh, Dutch boys? Um, I actually know exactly how it was created and it's pretty amazing. Take a look at this clip right here about how it came to be. This started really from a kind of naive conversation I had with my eldest daughter, who was six years old at the time. 
where she was just starting to learn about climate change. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, why can't we just build a machine to fix this? And I started to try and talk to her about geoengineering, the science of it, and why it's difficult to do, and there's moral questions and unintended consequences. But then I realized the best way to explain it to her was a bedtime story. And that's really what Geostorm is. It's a cautionary tale, it's a fable. God. He kills 20 million people in his bedtime story. Here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. It is true that because of this video, Dean Devlin's children were taken away from him. That's right. But let us be clear. This should be seen as a bedtime story. Please show this to your children. But also, like, what a horrible thing to do to your kid uh, if your movie could possibly fail. Uh, to be like, well, it was all was you. your idea. Uh, can you imagine that little girl in school, everybody being like, your dad's movie sucks. It's your fault, too. You made your dad make a turd movie. By the way, yeah. Oh. Oh, all right, uh, your name, come over here. I will give money to parents who video themselves <laughs> bursting into their kids' rooms and screaming Geostorm. Yeah! While they're sleeping. While they're sleeping. While they're in a right, dead no. sleep. I, I, want, I, want, I want to see a parent <laughs> tell the sanitized version of Geostorm to their kids. Yeah! Then there's a girl on the beach. She looked just like you, and she started running as the birds started and falling frozen from the sky. Birds she froze to death, and then falling they, from the sky. they touched the frozen boy's hand, and it broke off because he was dead. <laughs> name your title of the movie you're crushing. Uh, my name is Megan, and I think I'm going to keep it simple and just do Geostorm, a bedtime story. Okay, great. Boom. My question is, or more, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the phishing story that they tell that's like <laughs> encrypted with like the messages of what's actually going on. Um, just your thoughts on that, because then they continue to have conversations that are not at all encoded. So I wasn't really sure <laughs> what like, the process was behind that. Well, I, I think the second time he brings the hacker, she, she says, it. She yeah. fixes it. But I, what I wanted to see in that moment was. Gerard memorizing the script because he'd have to he'd have to have written it down. Oh, he had and, to have and then rehearsed word, it. It had to be word perfect right. to the number. Yeah. And so I would have I would have liked to seen that scene of him like trying to cram all those lines into and also set, like, for him to be like, okay, wait a minute, I have to think of a story because the story is fake. He says we never yeah. went fishing. That never happened. So he makes up a fake story as a memory that has to be word for word specific because of the code. I don't understand though. So it's like. The What's the number? So it's, it's the fifth numbers, word. Certain numbers, yes. Certain numbers correspond to different words. So if you if you only pick the first, the ninth, the ninth word. Oh, but also, no you could also just listen to him tell the story. Yeah. And anytime yeah. he says one word in the story, <laughs> you know that it right. is the word that he's trying to tell. It was the worst code ever. Sabotage. <laughs> he says. I sabotage. <laughs> Paul, Gosh. are you talking to someone who has a notarized letter with them? Yeah, this, I, I came over because of the sheets of paper. The, t the writing is so tiny uh, on it, but here, sir, your name, your title, your question. Um, my name is Trevor, uh, Trump's America. Uh, <laughs> uh, just, Ooh. Also, it, the DNC is happening. This takes place in the year 2022. 
which is not a presidential <laughs> election year. <laughs> um, that's weird. That's amazing. But no, that's I, I have the Your friend should have gotten on that, Colton. <laughs> I have the actual story typed up. That's why I was... Uh, it doesn't work. The code, whatever it is, he's oh. like, it's the phone number... Oh, which the phone number you figured out the like, yeah. What, 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 so, <laughs> so the code would be his phone number, which is one nine 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 two nine five five eight seven one. Okay. Which I don't. What's the well, I mean, that, that, So that, it's that, every. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. So it's the first yeah. word. I was like, he wrote it down. Here you go. Go ahead. So the the code would actually be proof of sabotage. The part mechanism course spy. Trust no one. <laughs> I would love it. Nice. I would love it. Nice. What a, I would love it if part one of, of the World War II Native American code breakers yeah. right there. The wind talker. I would love it if part of the movie was about the fact that he had done the code wrong. And Jim Sturgis was like, what the fuck does this mean? What a major fuck up that would have been. Oh my God. That is amazing. Well, sir, uh, first of all, I'm going to give the guy who missed his, uh, his, his, uh, his question. His, no, the guy from San Diego came down. You get the giant. Look how big the IMAX poster is. Whoa! Cody! Give it up for Cody. Sure. And I'm going to give yeah. our code breaker uh, a specialty uh, Fast and Furious poster. Really good. Um, I love that we, we have. We've become the podcast that gives out posters <laughs> for uh, everybody's hey, college dorm room. If you drop room. off anything at the front of the theater, we'll give it out. Um, all right, we're so giving out Chagall prints next show. <laughs> the kiss. It is now time for second opinions. And I was struck by lightning by a convoluted plot, but the people on Amazon got second opinions. Second opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. All right. San Diego, bringing it again. Here we go. These are five-star reviews cold from Amazon. Um, we'll just get right into it. Um, they're very interesting. 27% um, are five-star reviews. There's uh, 425 reviews so far. And uh, let's get into it right here. This is from a guy uh, called Renaissance Man. Um, if you're gonna make a partisan movie, just go 100% in either direction so you can at least please one group. If not, take out all the politics and just make it an American movie or a neutral movie. It seemed like they were trying too hard to make it a pro-UN, anti-America, pro-global warming movie. They oversold it to us all and under-delivered to everyone. Progressives are good, patriots are bad, UN is great, but US is in charge. Wow. Just give me a good disaster film, pretty please, and don't try to brainwash me while you do it. Whoa! Five stars. <laughs> pro, pro global warming. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then this is another one. Uh, this is uh, one of my favorite ones from Jeff Connolly. It is what it is, and I loved it. Five stars. <laughs> Uh, from Connor Peterson, one word, perfect. My girlfriend and I watched it in the theater and it made her cry three times. Beautiful, 
dot, 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 dot. Still don't know why. Why is he sitting next to his girlfriend like every time she tears up, he's just like clocking it like once? It's <laughs> once. Yeah, uh, once. This is the other one that I liked uh, from a Kindle customer. It, that's what the, the name of the credit is. Uh, I enjoyed this movie. CGI was great. And the story had enough mush to appreciate relationships between brothers and a father and a father and a daughter. No sex. <laughs> Perhaps that's why no one liked it. Five stars. <laughs> Um, so every now and then I read these. Um, these are one-star reviews. And this, I'm not advocating the opinions here, but I will read, uh, I will read you out some of these, all right? Um, first of all, whoever wrote this is a leftist snowflake and managed to push every political talking point pushed by that miserable eight years under Barack Obama. Uh, I mean, Andy Garcia, how can you go from Godfather 3 to this? If you're a lefty or just part of Hollyweird, you might like this movie. One star. Propaganda movie that falls flat by The Henry. Um, Does that guy think Andy Garcia's only been in those two movies? I think. And nothing in between? I, maybe he thought that was the apex. This movie cost $120 million. It uh, grossed $221 million. It did? Yep. Worldwide. Here in the Worldwide. States, 33. <laughs> but this movie is like made for overseas oh, like, yeah. in a big way. Uh, like, you don't need to know English. You don't need you to don't understand You don't need to have the sound on to yeah. understand what's happening in this movie. Um, in, in, in the, because uh, this movie came out this year, you know, the biggest movies this year, Black Panther, Last Jedi, Wonder Woman. This movie is so far 77th on that list. Uh, it was beaten by Fate of the Furious, which we did on the show, and it beat Disaster Artist, which we also talked about on the show. And the tagline of this movie, two of my favorite ones, surfs up, way up. No, 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 no. Nope. And, Way up. Um, no. <laughs> and this no. one is this one is a little That's uh, amazing. Yeah. Like no. that that could legitimately be the 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 subtitle for uh uh um the uh oh, son of a bitch uh what is it? The uh, Escape from L.A. Oh yeah. When they're surfing through uh, down the L.A. River or whatever. Uh, uh, not this. That's crazy. You and, barely see surfers. And then the other one is uh, this one that I really like, which is, uh, this is a longer one. Some things were never meant to be controlled. Heaven forbid those same things should ever control us. That's too long. Way too long. And as we finally end up here, one person's opinion needs to be heard. That is, of course, of June Diane Rayville, who did not watch the film, and she'll tell you about it right now. Hello, Largo. I'm so sorry that I'm not there tonight. I wore this handkerchief um, so you can enjoy that in my stead. <laughs> I am truly sad to not be with you all tonight. And as always, so relieved to not have watched Geostorm. I was actually thinking, Paul asked me to see if I could take a swing at what this movie's about. And uh, it's obviously about a geo, it's a storm, it's a storm movie, it's a geostorm. It's, 
so I'm not even gonna address that. I would like to say that I find this trend of natural disaster movies to be troubling. Uh, I feel like we are as a society normalizing um, this kind of fear we live in of hurricanes and tornadoes and all sorts of horrible, you know, environmental events. Um, and these movies kind of help us work through those fears and actually disconnect us from the uh, very real reality that we can do something about these events, these geostorms. <coughs> and I don't know if a geo, I don't really know what a geostorm is. Sounds like a global type of storm that people are going to be running from. And that's only gonna like pick up power and speed as it goes on. But uh, yeah, I do take issue though. I do with this idea of like, there's been a wave of these dis like sort of natural disaster movies. And I question that. Uh, because I think, you know, makes the audience sort of feel better about our environmental situation uh, because we can control it. We can watch it. We can sort of say that's out there away from me, I have nothing to do with that. Um, the reality, of course, is we have a lot of uh, as consumers, as custodians of the land. Uh, there's, a, there's a ton we can do about it. So, chew on that. Have a great night, you guys. Oh. Oh. She looks phenomenal. I love her in a neckerchief. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Rock and the negative. Anything, uh, any final thoughts? Uh, anything that we didn't talk about that you guys want to talk about? Anything we want to bring up? The only thing I was thinking is I thought oh. for I thought that it was going to be tough for that ex-wife because I thought when she was seeing him blow up, maybe she was having thoughts like she wanted him back. Yeah. But then he gets off the shuttle and there's the brunette. And Uta. she has to take, and she has to take that in in front of her daughter, because I feel like. Oh, don't, do you think that? Do you think that uh, Jerry Butler and U Uta Uta um, get together? You don't stay on a ship and go like, "Hey, I'm still here," like because you just like are committed to your country. You do and it plus, for like, the dog. Plus, they like go through events that are like harrowing. He grabs her twice while yeah. she's falling through space. Like says, I got to. you. Do you I mean, let me ask you. She's German, so you're not going to get Claire. a lot of emotion out Saint of her. Saint Clair. <laughs> we got to go out on that. For real, do you think, for, we all agree they have sex when they get back, right? Yes. Yeah. Do you I think guess, they, after they go through do a you lot think of PTSD they use training. Do you think they use protection, or are they like, "What? Listen, we just went through stuff. Let's just get it done." Gerard doesn't waste his seed like that. Oh! If you're going to have sex with him, he is buttoning in. You. Don't say seed. Wait, you have a problem Don't with seed? seed? You gotta water that butler garden. <laughs> no, you know that like Gerard has like his own lambskin like condoms he sewed himself. Wait, what? You think Gerard Butler is out back sewing condoms? <laughs> what, out of like, out of like sheep intestines? What is this? He's like, it's not quite haggis. It's just my dick wrapped in a sheep, in a sheep's intestine. 
<laughs> but it'll do. But it'll, it'll work. But it'll, it'll work. Hold. This damn will hold. Um, Dutch, Dutch boy. Because I feel like the other way to, to have gone was he lost his wife, he lost his yes. child, and then he would come back and re- be reun- reunited yeah. with the family. I feel like if Jerry Bruckheimer was in charge from the very beginning, maybe That's we would true. have seen that. Agree. Right? That right. is the, yeah, the like, daughter is, should have been on the tarmac. That is Con Air. Yeah. That exactly. is Nick Cage comes back to Monica Potter and the daughter and boom. Right? Yeah. And and I feel like don't, I don't need you to tell me I'm right. <laughs> I feel like I feel like what we're I'm kidding, seeing I love you. is kind of like uh, one of those like like a blue apron thing. It's like we've opened the box. Oh, are we oh. plugging blue apron now? No longer in a sponsor the podcast. On the... Is that what we're doing? Hashtag no longer a sponsor on this show. Oh, can I uh, talk yeah. to you about Green Chef then? Oh, really? All right. <laughs> <laughs> but this uh, sustainable <laughs> ingredients. <laughs> but Delicious like it feels delicious. like I'll tell you like what. Food. I ate a pair of bonobos the other day, and they <laughs> were delicious. <laughs> I will say though that it's like it's like you opened up. Like a, 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 a beautiful crate of Blue Apron food. And all the ingredients are there a for a movie. Uh, yeah, because you get crazy. Yeah, exactly. All the ingredients are there. It's like, oh, there's a daughter. There's a relationship. Right. There's this other thing about, like, she doesn't want to fully give over to the brother. Like, it's all there, but none of it is put but together in, transit, in a way that... Sometimes when you open Blue Apron, you know, yes. something would have spilled. Yeah. A Greek yogurt spilled. Never, never, though, because the packaging is so good. Never, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Confused. Wait, they are currently not a. a we gotta get him back. We They're gotta get him back. We gotta get him back. Because I'm just here to you say, can, but they give you diarrhea. <laughs> and I've never had any packages open when using Sunbasket, <laughs> a locally sourced. <laughs> I'm just saying this movie is best paired with Amazon Fresh. <laughs> and a. Delta blanket with a human turd in it. I had forgotten that. Now it's Guys, we've gotten a lot done tonight. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anything else? Anything else to talk about from the movie? <laughs> I mean, so much. I swear to God, I thought that fiancé was in on it the whole movie. I thought she was bad news. Yeah. So much so that when they are, like, together at the end, I'm like, be careful, man. <laughs> Like when, I didn't. I well, felt no. Like I would also like to point out that when he when we when she's introduced when he first sees her, she's just standing in the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, I can't talk to you. I'm working behind a closed door. Like just, what would happen? Nothing's gonna happen. She wouldn't be able to get to him if he needed her. No, she would have to. You know. Yeah, it just seems like an odd way for a Secret Service person to be like. Uh, yeah, like, but here's the thing, and we can remember season three, West Wing. Mark Harmon is assigned to C.J. Craig, Allison Janney's character. They are they want to fall in love, but they can't mm-hmm. because he's assigned to her as a Secret Service agent. Well, that's uh, bodyguard, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or some could say that's the bodyguard, bitch. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> um. All right, so Colton, what do you have coming up? Well, you, you, have a, you have a big movie right now, right? Oh, yeah. If you get a chance, go check out Blockers. It's coming out uh, You're very funny in that, in that trailer. Oh, Colton. I am? Yes. I enjoyed am your I performance. Am I in the trailer? I don't know. I, I, she just you said are. It. Really? Yes. Well, you haven't even you watched have a, a trailer? You have a very funny bit. I've seen a trailer, but I didn't see any trailer that I, I was in. I saw a funny bit. Tight, check out this trailer that I'm in. It's hilarious. 
and, uh, and watch Superstore Thursdays at 8 p.m. Uh, Jessica, what do you want to plug? Um, I'm playing a real nasty bitch on a show called American Housewife. Uh, that'll be sometime, some, uh, some soon, yeah. sometime soon that will happen. Yeah, and then I'm just like hanging out in my pajamas a lot. Uh, hey, you and I Lennon. also did a podcast together. We did a podcast. That's right, that's right. Um, no, I got Womp It Up uh, every week. We're serving it up hot and fresh. And we're going to be doing a live uh, Womp It Up uh, April 16th here at Largo. So please come out for that. Jason? Um, well, hmm. Uh, you know, not, I mean, if you, wanna, if you want, like, tune into the Brooklyn Nine-Nine show. You know, why not? Maybe, well, I, would, I, would, I would say definitely tune in. You should, oh, yeah. yes, you should 100% tune into Brooklyn Nine-Nine. If you do, you might see me on that show. Oh, very exciting. Um, and then also, um, uh, let's see, you know, that's about it. <laughs> Just hanging out. <laughs> uh, I will quickly plug uh, the show that I produce, but I'm also, I have a small part in it called The Amazing Gale Pile. It's a really funny show. It's the fourth season. It's now available on Amazon. It's bizarre. It takes place behind, like, the inner workings of a home shopping network, but the show is so much more insane and <laughs> hilarious than that description uh, will tell you. But The Amazing Gale Pile, season four, on Amazon right now, Prime, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, and that's what I got there. And, oh, yeah. I would say, oh, sorry, you didn't ask, but I was going to say, if you want to watch this movie, I say 100% oh, watch, yeah. but wait until it's on like HBO Go. I, that's I mean, good, like, I don't think you need to pay for it no. or at three all. Three times. But when yeah. it hits... <laughs> ugh, three times. When it hits cable or whatever, get sure. in on Geostorm. But I would also recommend having another project going on in the house. Doing some decoupage or like a... Check like in a, on it. Like a, um, yeah, a crafting project. But I will, I will say, too, like, you got to give the movie about a solid 45 minutes to an hour before the real... Like, where it becomes really worth it. Here's uh, the yeah. thing. You can kind of be paying attention until the first person says, Geostorm. Right. <laughs> At which point, tune in real hard. Because <laughs> from that point forward, this movie is unstoppable. It, that is exactly it. So we all it is recommend... full-blown butler. F-B-B. <laughs> we all agree that that's how you should watch it. We all are there. Uh, the conversation will continue on our mini episode. You can call 619-P-A-U-L-A-S-K. That's 619-Paul-Ask. And, and also right after this, on Aftertime. Yes. <laughs> what's, what's it called? What's Bill Maher's oh, after show? Oh, yeah. Overtime. Overtime, damn it. Aftertime. Shit, I knew it wasn't right, but what I if, went with it. Yeah, we just continue. I'm sorry. You committed, though. You really committed. I went for it. I apologize, everybody. Uh, and uh, you know the only Cody, way to make better. I apologize most to you. <laughs> the only way to make it better is if I say, "Geo, you say, Geo, Geo, all right, Geo." Yeah, yeah. yeah. A big, a big thank you to Abel Howley for cutting these clips. July Diaz up in the booth. Nate Kylie doing all the research. Kelly Alton for pulling a lot of stuff together. Kyle Walton for doing all of our cool little ads. Everybody here at Largo and the people at Earwolf. Colton Dunn, Jessica St. Clair, Jason Mansu, because I'm Paul Shear. Thank you. Good night. 
Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.